1: Hey, no name-calling here. Just differing opinions going head-to-head.
2: With CounterPoint.
1: Here's Alex Pearson on Global News
0: Radio. we got Stephen Ledrew, lawyer, broadcaster, formerly a president of something and a homemaker. (laughs) (laughs) And we got John Dwyer, who is the director over at Arius Technologies. Hello, sir.
1: Hi, Stephen. Do you still shout for the mountaintops? Are you the former president of the Liberal Party? Is that one of your favorite things to go to, or...? No, no, no,
3: but it's uh, fine for Alex to say it. It's the truth. I was the <laughs> longest-serving president. I was elected twice. But the Liberal Party was a political party as opposed to what it is now, which is just a bunch of people out there shilling for one man, Justin Trudeau.
0: There you go. All right. Uh, speaking of so Mr. There, Trudeau, um, he is uh, being accused by of watering down a CSIS report that warned of Sikh extremism because he was uh, told by a small group of Sikh leaders declare that you know that he and other politicians would be banned from attending parades. Uh, so he's rightfully being accused, as we heard in the last interview with former Liberal MP Ujjal um of undermining our national security to pander for votes. But he's not the only one. Let's be fair. Um, there are lots of politicians who have been doing this and it seems to be uh widely done now where you know politicians simply pander to votes at the expense of our our well-being um but in this case you know we're alienating not just our allies uh um, steven in, in india but but those killed in the air india bombing who to this day and i've spoken with many many of the families across the gta they've never ever ever gotten one second of closure Trudeau Justice. doesn't
3: give a darn about that. He's just talking about the next election. He's looking at the ridings in 905 around Toronto, where there is a heavy Sikh uh, population, and in uh, Richmond, other ridings in Vancouver, where he was when he pulled this down. But it's just another ham-fisted situation. I, I actually, I'm wondering, the report came out in December. Mm-hmm. So why does he wait for a few hours? It's not as though it didn't come to the attention of the government, because his Minister of Defence, who is pretty powerful, he is a Sikh and he could have done something about it. So Trudeau is, again, ham-fisted. If they said it was a religion, I get that. I don't think they should be talking about a religion being a terrorist threat.
0: No, he, they were talking about a very specific extremism within.
3: If, if it's a language like that, yeah. then that should still go on. You can't yeah. cover it up. If you're saying, well, every sick is a, is a terrorist, what, yeah. that is wrong. But you're not saying so again. Why is he so hamfisted? Why so silly on this?
0: Because, as John, you know, to pander to a handful of people who said you you can't come to our parade. I mean, okay, fine. Um, but when we start having political leaders whitewashing security reports, um, you know, we we depend on CSIS to make sure we're safe. I don't care, frankly, if a, if a politician in this country is, you know, exiled from from pandering for votes in a, in a particular parade.
1: I agree. I think, by the way, Mister. Dassar's gave his earlier, um, you know, discussion with you was one of the most thoughtful and thorough uh, descriptions of the ever-growing issues that not only emanate from um, folks around the world coming to Canada and having a more secular version of what happened in their country when they left, which is which is to a certain degree a big part of the issue here. Um, but as he pointed out, you know, in India, not the least of which in the province of Punjab, people are getting along at a far greater rate. And and the atrocities that happened in 1984, of course, were, you know, abhorrent. But by virtue of the fact that they all live together, they had to find a way to, to 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 move on together. And you see this happening in places like Ireland, right? And when the EU came together, the the secularism between Catholics and Protestants uh, uh, waned greatly. But in other places around the world, you see Catholics and Protestants continuing to perpetuate that divide. And that that happens here in Canada, and the government does an incredible job, and I say the Liberal government historically has done an incredible job, as Mr. Desai said, of pandering to very small groups that are still pulling on um, historical uh, issues that have happened in these countries. Meanwhile, the countries themselves have had to move on. And I think, you know, if the government is going to interfere uh, in, in what is a sovereign body in, in our national, you know, in, in defense, especially something as precious as ceases at least do a good job about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> at, least, at least be thoughtful. <laughs> and that's what makes this even more sickening. Or, or, maybe,
0: or maybe a few extra hours between the parade. Like, like don't, don't march in the parade like two hours later. Yeah.
3: yeah. Just, but well, but I mean, it also says what we're going to be hearing between now and the election is that Trudeau is going to do anything, any cheap trick to try to get votes.
0: Well, clearly the rule of law doesn't matter to them, but neither yeah. does national security. I mean, on, like, what rule won't they bend? I, Although you know, the
3: language is, I still want to go back to it, the language is that if they had just said certain sick terrorists, uh, that would be fine. They, they did. They can't
0: the smash C- The CSIS report said Sikh extremists, and it was a very particular group, but but the government changed it so that it just says extremists. This was a very, they purposely watered down oh. what, what the ceases and, and what pr, uh, pr, uh, Prime Minister Modi er, had said to to Mr. Trudeau, because, you know, we do have a frayed relationship with India Mr. for Trudeau a reason. Mr. Trudeau loves a parade. Yes, he does. And uh, he doesn't like trade deals or, or, or working with our allies. So um, let's talk about the uh, premier's comments today. Uh, two teachers saying, you know, don't strike. Um They got a pretty good deal. We know that contract negotiations are coming up on uh, uh, August 31st. So from here until now, we know that there's going to be a showdown with the unions. They've declared long ago that they want the war. And it sounded to me, you know, Doug Ford clearly uh, is willing to bring it to them.
2: I think it's a pretty, pretty good deal that they have right now. They, They get their three months holidays. They have the best benefit package in the entire country, the best pension in the entire country. The health plan. What Like. They have a great gig, if you want to call it. They do a great job, by the way, and I appreciate all the teachers. But guys, don't 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 pull the straight nonsense on, on, on the parents and on the poor students.
0: All right, John, I'll start with you because I know that you are married to a teacher, and we all love good teachers. Um, but, you know, I opened this up to callers earlier. And, and overwhelmingly, I think parents are tired they, it's not about whether they support the teachers or not. I think parents at this point are just sick and tired of being caught in the middle of this with the kids. You know, come August 31st, wondering, are my kids going back to school or not?
1: Yeah, I think, I think we got to start the conversation by saying one thing. A, A, Ontario is broke. All of these austerity measures that the Ford government is undertaking, and by the way, I don't know how he's going to pay for the plan that he rolled out, let alone any further parts. Good question. We are the largest sub-sovereign borrower in the world. That's just a fact. And so the conservative government was elected to clean up the mess that the liberals created over the past 16 years. Full stop there. Somebody has got to help Doug, better articulate his messaging, but because tell...
0: I thought teacher, that was actually pretty articulate. It was pretty to no, the point. Como, you can't tell teachers they have an easy gig and they
1: have three months uh, off. He didn't oh, say that. He said, said a, he, he said they but he said they have
0: a pretty fun good fun. gig. He said they got a pretty good gig. They do have a pretty How good gig.
1: Three months off. That, that language right there, I guarantee you, is fuel on the fire of a strike. Maybe That's for the, the union. He
3: calls a spade a spade. Exactly. Was there an
1: inaccuracy in what he said, John? Uh, the way that, he, look, come on, we're all smart people. We know messaging is everything. If you want to sell a story, if you don't want there to be a strike, at least
0: our Nah, 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 nah. I've covered too many of them in the past. It doesn't matter if you're nice to the unions. It doesn't matter if you promise them the, the earth, the moon, sky. It doesn't matter if you pay for all their pizzas in their hotel rooms, uh, Stephen. We know <laughs> oh, that they, they they will strike if they want to. I yeah, think,
1: I go, ahead, go ahead, John. Ahead. No, I, I, I was going to say, look. My wife came home today. There was, a hundred. I believe the number is 138 high school teachers that were cut. A friend of hers, her husband is a high school teacher. He lost his job today. You know, that's definitely... Are you saying
0: he was pink-slipped by, by Ford cuts?
1: Yes, he was pink-slipped by Ford cuts. 138 teachers were...
0: But look, I'd be very curious to see that pink. I would be so very John, curious. So, you were just cause...
1: saying 90 seconds ago
3: that Ford is spending too much money, and now you're complaining that no, he's no, making no, no, cuts.
1: I'm not complaining. I'm trying to give a rationale as for why people are upset. Listen, these jobs have to go. I know it sucks. It's a terrible reality for these families, and most of them are young families because, and this is an important distinction, the Ontario education system and the way that they hire people is based on an antiquated seniority. Well,
0: they've changed that now. That's a good thing.
1: Yeah, but that's not the way that they're going to do the firing. They're going to fire people in, in terms of their seniority.
0: No, well, well,
3: everybody everybody is young in the system because by the time you're 45, you're pensioned off for the rest of your life. <laughs> you
0: what I mean? what's, a is, what's a pension? A, Can you explain to me what a, a pension is?
3: system that uh, we've allowed, successive governments have allowed to grow up in Ontario. And you know what? I mean, I think that Ford is entirely accurate. I hear your point. But, you know, I think that we are going to have to have a bit of a battle here because the teachers, no one's going to give up an easy ride like they have now without a little bit of a fight at least.
0: And agree that,
1: John? If, if, look, I totally agree with you. And If they don't take the plan that they've been given, they are completely, they have an imperfect understanding of what reality is. Well, of course, I would say, hey, you know what? You
0: want to rise a a raise. You show me that your class all passed math and English and you get a one percent raise. whatever. I'm saying do it on merit. Uh, And I think a teachers would be just most teachers would be just fine with that. The unions would hate that. But the unions declared months ago this was going to be a war. uh, So they can say, John, till they're blue in the face. We want to uh, negotiate in, in good faith. But they made it very clear they have no intention of doing so.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I get that, and I think you're right, and, and I am, I, I, I don't i also say, I'm going to come out of my office and my house here and, 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 and yeah. hey, get a really <laughs> hide, from can we hide the, get a, the radio can from get, your wife. Get a, camera, get a <laughs> microphone there for that. But, but nonetheless, you're, you're not wrong. And and look, I I think the way that Doug went about doing it, like I said, I don't know how we're going to pay for any of it. I really have no idea outside of just continuing to borrow money. Uh, And and by the way, there is quantitative measures coming that we're going to see in a macro sense that is going to be a descriptor of what's changing in the market. Look what's happening in the bond markets right now. The money that the province of Ontario is going to continue to have to borrow is going to get more expensive, and we're going to go
0: further into debt.
3: So we'll just keep paying the teachers. The teachers are doing a good job by and large, and we'll just get rid of the unions.
0: Let's just borrow their pension money and pay off the debt. No. We can't do that, can we? Oh, apparently not. All right, let's say, uh, I'm joking. Relax. Good idea. Okay. Uh, quick break here. When we come back, we will uh, talk about the changes to the new dollar coin. And, well, very clear that Mr. Uh, Trudeau would like to pick a fight with Mr. Ford, and he will get that too. We'll talk about that coming up next here on Point on Global News Radio.
1: You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.
0: You never know who is listening in on a conversation. And so we've got a new uh, voice to add to the counterpoint this uh, half. We've got Stephen LeDrew, we've got John Dwyer kicking things around, and Premier Doug Ford also joining us now. Hello, Premier. How you doing, Alex? Well, you jumped into the conversation. We were talking about education, and you heard what we were talking about, and I think John was pointing out some uh, uh, points, and you wanted to weigh in with with your your opinion on the matter, and I guess fact check it.
2: Well, it's, it's not so much fact-check it. I just want to uh, correct some of the things that John was saying, and I appreciate that his, his uh, wife's a teacher, and I do appreciate the job that teachers do. But uh, a couple points. Uh, first of all, this was an incredible budget that Vic Fideli delivered. It was a, a reasonable uh, budget and uh, a very thoughtful budget. And And what we did is during the election, uh, Alex, we said we were going to find four percent efficiencies. We actually found eight percent efficiencies. We ended up uh, paying down the deficit from fifteen billion down to eleven point seven billion found three point three billion dollars of efficiencies. We paid down the debt from three hundred and forty seven billion down to three hundred and forty three billion another four billion dollars in savings. But in saying all that, we have to make sure we take care of the things that matter to people. We increased education by seven hundred million increased health by $1.3 billion. And as for the teachers, you know, be, before the ink was even dry uh, after the elections, uh, the teachers' unions, and I have to differentiate between teachers and teachers' unions. I support the teachers. I don't necessarily support the teachers' unions. They declared war on us. They, they declared war against the Ray government. Uh, they went on strike. They went against Mike Harris, went on strike. They went against McGuinty and Wynn, went on strike. So it doesn't matter uh, what party uh, is, is uh, in power, uh, they, they want to uh, strike. And my point today, and by no means, and uh, did I mean to be insulting because I'm not, I think the world of the, the job the teachers do, and I do support them, but uh, my point is, if really, people are in the factories, working their back off, working in the offices, um, you know, there's no reason. We don't want to strike. We don't want to fight with the teachers. Uh, we want the kids to get back in school. We want to, you know, increase their grades, and, and you know that that's all we want. We don't want our grade six students at uh, the lowest in the country when it comes to when it comes to math tests. Well, and, let me let
0: me ask you this, Premier: yeah. are, are is there anything not that you're going to negotiate on on live radio? Certainly, but will there be any negotiating room in this contract negotiation with teachers in this province?
2: Well, we're we're going to work hard uh, with them and, and hopefully come up with a compromise. But they want to go on strike. They you know, like they did uh, uh, with every other government, uh, no matter if it was the NDP, Liberal, or PC, uh, they just—they're a big union, probably one of the most powerful unions uh, in the entire country. Uh, we just want them in the classroom. They're getting a fair wage. We guaranteed. And, and by the way, I just want to correct him on 127 uh, teachers who've lost their jobs. He knows exactly, or his wife knows how it works uh, before they get their budgets, because they haven't received their budgets of school boards. Uh, this this happens every single year. They get a layoff notice, uh, and then when they get the budgets over the next little while, they rehire all these teachers. I'm telling you right now on the radio, not one single full-time teacher will lose their jobs. And he knows that, or John's wife knows that, and every other teacher in the the uh, province knows that it happens every single year. Uh, it's just process, and uh, they'll will uh, be uh, working in, in September.
0: Are you prepared in the event that there is a strike or some kind of work-to-action?
2: Well, you know, so we're prepared, but I, I just don't want that to happen. I, You know, the only people that are hurting are the students and the parents. They, they think they're going to pick the big battle with us. We're being extremely fair with them. Uh, I don't know of any other job, yourself or Stephen or John or anyone in the private sector, if I went to you and said, you're guaranteed a job for life, you're guaranteed a phenomenal pension, guaranteed phenomenal benefits, You are get three. and I know it drives them crazy when you say three months, but that's part of the package. You get three months, they get 11 sick days, and then any other sick days, they get, uh, I think it's 90% of their pay. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a great job and, and they do a great, you know, they do a great job, but it's also a great job to have. So I'm not knocking them at all, but these are, these are actual facts when, uh, people are in the factory working their back off, you know, five days a week, 40 hours a, a day, and they, they don't get the same benefits. My point is focus on the performance. Pay for performance, uh, uh, you know.
0: So the so so I'm not off in suggesting that it wouldn't be a bad idea to do a merit-based uh, reward system where if, if classes uh, are passing, would that be a negotiation that you would bring to the table?
2: No, you, you know something. No, and that's not the the fact at all. I, I wouldn't. I'm not recommending that. I'm not suggesting that mm-hmm. whatsoever. All all I'm saying is, you know, the parents across Ontario want their kids to go to school in September. That's what we want to see, and uh, you know we want to work with the teachers. We want to support the teachers every which way we can. Um, they work hard, and, and we just want our kids to have the best education they can. Uh, that's all we're asking for. It's it's, it's pretty simple. We, we do not, I repeat, do not want to go to war uh, with the teacher uh, unions. We just don't want to do it. We'd rather just move forward.
0: Let me let me ask you this, Premier, because I've got you. I'm now going to bring you into this conversation because uh, Mr. Trudeau had, uh, you know, he had some choice words for you. It seems he's campaigning against you today. He was making a, a big announcement in uh, Kitchener-Waterloo of $52 million for some innovation network, and he was asked about transportation and particularly this high-link speed rail uh, to Kitchener. This is was promised by the Wynn government uh, when we had no money, and it was confirmed yesterday that your government is not going to move ahead with that. Here's what Mr. Trudeau said Um, about your government. I just want to get your response to it.
3: We've been patient with the Doug Ford government, we've been highlighting this behind closed doors and privately to them that they really need to flow this money. I am now saying it very publicly that the provincial government is in Ontario is letting down Ontarians and is going to be missing this construction season if they don't come to the table and show us what projects they want to partner on with us it is something that is needed by folks here in kitchener waterloo and indeed needed right across the province uh because the kinds of politics they seem to be playing of not wanting to make an announcement with a federal liberal government is not worthy of a commitment to support the people of ontario
0: all right, Premier, um, up until February 7th, it, it was my last uh, impression of when the province was going back and forth with the federal government, because Jane Philpott, who used to be a cabinet minister, was in fact uh, meeting with MPPs. So did was there some kind of breakdown in communication that Mr. Trudeau uh, was telling us?
2: No, I think the, the prime minister, with all due respect, he just wants to pick a fight with us uh and I, I think he got caught flat-footed with our budget because it was a responsible and a reasonable budget. and He got and caught flat-footed on it, and uh, I'm, I'm staying out of this election. He can go, uh, you know, run around the province, run around the country. And uh, our biggest uh, concern with the federal government is this job-killing carbon tax. It's the single worst tax you could ever put on the backs of people and, and on the backs of businesses. It's uh, it's an absolute terrible tax. But he wants to pick a fight. He's picking a fight with the wrong person. Let him focus on, uh, you know, his federal issues. We'll take care of Ontario right now. Ontario was booming. We created an environment for uh, 120,000 new uh, jobs, and uh, we're we're just going to keep moving uh, forward. Premier, our economy's on fire.
3: Premier Stephen LeDrew here, and uh, I've just heard what you said. And Trudeau, you know, you've been around politics a long time. You know that Trudeau, between now and the federal election in October, is going to be just dancing on your head. And you just said you're not going to go pick, you know, fighting with him. I mean, you have to defend your government and Ontario against his attacks.
2: Well, we we can always defend ourselves. But I I know his political game. I've been in the game long enough. And. He just wants to uh, pick a fight and, and not focus on the issues that matter. The issues that matter, Stephen and Alex, is when you go uh, to the gas pumps right now, you're paying more for gas. The poor people out in uh, out in uh, BC, well, they're they're getting devastated. I predict they'll be paying two dollars a a liter uh, by the summer. Uh, this this carbon tax, he's trying to defend it, and it's un, undefensible. So. Uh, We're going to continue creating jobs, making sure everyone prospers and grows and and thrives in Ontario. Uh, Companies, small, medium, and large, are just over the top that our our government is moving forward, making pro-job legislation, pro-people legislation. And uh, when companies do well, uh, we say people do well, communities do well, and the province does well. But uh, our economy is just right now. We don't have enough people to fill the jobs out there. That's all I'm hearing across the province.
0: Premier Ford, always a pleasure to have you drop in unexpected, but uh, you're always welcome here. Thank you so much.
2: Well, thanks so much. Have a great evening.
0: You too. Hey, you never know who's listening. The Premier listens. They all listen, but this is good. So uh, we're going to take a quick pause, and then uh, we'll pick up our conversation with Stephen LeDrew and John Dwyer, because we'll see if uh, if you got your answers, and we'll pick up the other couple of topics that we were bandying about the table. Quick break here on Point on Global News Radio. <laughs>
1: You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.
0: A special new and improved On Point. You know, <laughs> hey, when the premier calls, you take the call and you put a few questions to him. So nice to have that. Hey, John, did you get your answer? You know what? How do I come <laughs> on your show every week? <laughs> I know.
1: Say positive things about premier for <laughs> policies. And this is like the only time I normally take like the New York Times ethic and say Mr. or Premier before his name. The only time I'm calling the man Doug. And he happens to be listening and
0: calling. He probably doesn't care. He's a normal, he's actually a normal, he's a pretty normal person, you know? You know what,
1: Uh, what? I got to tell you, I really, really like that he just did that. I mean, what a cool character. Are you a masochist?
3: I mean, what are you, you just got upbraided on radio, John.
0: Yeah, but you know, I think he brings up an interesting point because no politician that I would know, you think Trudeau's getting on the phone and saying, well, no, let me correct that. I mean, he he came right into the fire.
3: I mean, Ford is is a premier of the people. Whether you agree with him or not, some don't. But he is a premier of the people.
1: And by the way, he didn't. He, he, he's not correct in terms of oh. some of those metrics. But nonetheless, <laughs> it's not for me. It's not for oh, me. now you a say a that, John. <laughs> it's not for me to be on the telephone and Port Credit uh, arguing with the premier of the province. Well, you never, Why not? not? You never know. You're kind if of, you, of, you're you, kind if of if in. You're
3: so you, uh, John, are you telling me then that you're not standing up behind what you said earlier? Are you out
1: of your mind, Stephen? I'm not a coward in any shape. Before,
3: before. But you're also,
0: you're also married to a teacher, a, and you'd like to get dinner. Uh, and, and, we're,
1: we're talking you know, on a him. delay yeah. right now, so I'm not exactly <laughs> at, uh, at, the, at the advantage. But nonetheless, I actually don't agree with everything that, uh, that he said, and I don't agree with everything but, in the policy. But,
3: but wait a second, though. Was he wrong in any of the facts, though, according to you?
1: To, to the best of my knowledge, he is incorrect that, that, that there are going to be people let go
0: uh, att- of his attrition i have no problem with attrition no like cutting and firing people is a lot different than people leaving through attrition and you know that's where you've got to get past all the spin that's being done and I, and I think people have to take a step back there is spin happening on all sides but certainly the public sector unions remember they were the ones who warned us henny penny the sky is falling the budget was going to destroy us and guess what didn't happen last thursday The budget, neither the sky didn't fall and the budget did not, uh, you know.
3: Alex, what I think was interesting about when you put the question to him and we changed it from education and the unions uh, to really Trudeau's announcement. And Trudeau was very hard on him today and said, in effect, the provincial government is holding you people in Ontario back. I'm going to stand up for Ontario. And the Premier knows what's going to be happening over the next six months. Trudeau is going to be dancing all over him. And, you know, it's going to be... It's, I don't know, it's going to be a pissing match. Well,
0: you know what, though? It's easy to campaign against Doug Ford. It really is. It's it's an easy one. But I guess, well, what, Trude- Ford can I guess defend what Mr. Himself. Trudeau... Well, he can, and I don't think Mr. Trudeau has realized coordination still very you much know, intact in the 905 if, and that's where the numbers are. If I are. was
3: a betting guy and this was a boxing match and Trudeau yeah. loves his boxing matches, but he usually picks on some wimpy uh, senator who he knows he's going to clock. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: okay.
3: well, That's what yeah. he said. He had, he said yeah. that yeah. in his interview. He said, I had this all set up. His smugness got ahead of him that time and he said, I knew I was going to clock this guy. If, I was, if there was a boxing match, I would bet on Doug Ford yeah. any day well, yeah, over Trudeau.
0: It, it would be uh, definitely an interesting, it would definitely sell out. Uh, 30 seconds to you to uh end the point, John.
1: Uh, look, I think that um, there is a lot to be considered for the hard decisions that the premier has to make. I think at the beginning of my dialogue and the main theme throughout it was, I don't know where he's going to get the money to actually sustain the policy that he put out
0: in uh, terms not of not through uh, taxes, I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, the 11% <laughs> increase in education spending, I think that's to be applauded. But I think we also have to be cognizant of the fact that these are families and people. and People are going to be upset. So it is what it is. Yeah,
3: it There's
0: is. going
1: to be a few people upset. But, you know, is,
0: I'm going Mitch- to be upset when I'm 90 and I'm still working because I have no pension. Like the rest Mr. of, the of Finance
3: <laughs> is from North Bay. <laughs> yeah. Between Ford and the minister of Finance, I bet on them.
0: Well, guys, it wasn't uh, the general roundtables, but hell, the premier wants to interrupt it. Bring it on. We uh, we welcome that. I want more time.
3: The premier stole my time, Alex. Maybe
0: we'll, we'll get, yeah, next time I won't take a break and I won't let him go. All right, guys. John Stephen, thanks very much.